The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani with The Rudy Giuliani Show, and thank you very, very much for uh, joining us today on what promises to be another day in which we reveal all the things that are being held back from you, which is among the most exciting days that I uh, have because I look forward to a day in which we don't have to do this and we go back to an America with a free press. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Assuming you vote correctly on 2024, it's coming. Any, any good Republican will uh, reestablish that, as would any good Democrat once they're free of the corrupt control of the Bidens and the Clintons and the Pelosi's and the... Um, I don't know if they're uh, mostly commercial, commercially dishonest, meaning they steal money or they're ideologically dishonest or they've got communism in the back of their head, but they're sure as heck doing a job on our beautiful, wonderful country. Biden is really, really going fast. And this is the thing they don't point out to you. And. They don't point out to you, I imagine maybe they think it's dangerous that other countries become aware of how totally mentally incompetent that he is. But that's foolish because they know it. They know it better than I do. And all you have to do is look at their newspapers, watch their television a bit, a bit. And uh, Australia has one show. I think they're making a hit out of making fun of Biden. They're not making fun of him. They're just playing what he says every day. There's another one. Every day. I mean, here, here he is yesterday. Literally forget everybody's name who works for him. I mean, this is absurd. Play cut three. Attorney General is here. General Garland. Javier... Mr. Secretary, you can come up, too. I've been watching on television. You've been really good. I'm going to hand it over to uh, Secretary. Mr. Secretary, I'm going to have you speak now. I want to thank the the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general. But my my uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary. I want to thank all of our distinguished guests that are here today. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs. The, the secretary of the uh, of the uh, uh, secretary Austin and the chair of the FCC, uh, uh, Leon, uh, excuse me, Lena uh, Khan, acting chair of the FTC. And the reason I asked Mitch Mc to do this is because he knows how to get things done. I want every penny watched how this is spent. Thanks to Ron Wyden and Jeff Merkley and, and Earl Bump and Earl, excuse me. I know. You can call me Bidden. Joe Bidden. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. This is ridiculous. This man is in charge of the free world. He walks around with a little button he can press and he can blow us all up. Wow, are we corrupt? 
You elected him. I told you not to. Told you he was a crook. I proved a lot of it before. I proved all of it after. I put doctors on who said he wasn't capable of handling the job of being president. Doctors who analyzed him based on recognized psychiatric criteria. One of them said it's going real fast. I mean, they pointed out things like before the election, he thought he saw Roosevelt on television reading the funny papers. There was no television when Roosevelt was president. He died before there was television. That's not enough to tell you the man's living in a delusional state with a much deteriorated brain that was, you know, the size of a pea beforehand anyway. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. How could it be any worse? And this is the guy that Putin sits by and says, <laughs> thank you, jerks, for giving me this guy. That's why I went into, that's why I went, went, went into Ukraine. You think those Ukrainian people would be dead if Trump had been elected president? No. That's a big reason why Trump should have been elected president and not him. Lots of lives. You think the 13 in Afghanistan who were killed would have been killed if Trump or a president of sound mind had been in office? No. Do you think a president of sound mind would have given up the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China to our biggest enemy? No. In fact, that one may not be because he's so crazy. That may be that he's so crazy that he's become richer than just about anybody. Because he'd been selling that office left and right from the day his, him and his slimy little brothers got in office. What a slimy family. A disgrace and an embarrassment to the White House. Double treatment again? Oh, come on. The FBI is now searching one of his houses. He's been hiding the damn things for six years. From the time of the first discovery until now is December, January, it's three months. There's no use searching now. If he was going to hide things, he you gave him so much time to do it. And he's got... He's got people around him who are sneaky and smart and know what they're doing. And then you look at the way Trump was treated. Nobody asked him to get his lawyers to help. They just barged in. And they had no problem with him. They had gotten documents from him. They knew where his documents were. They were gone for a short time, not six years. They were never really gone because they could have been easily taken. Some were. There's no comparison between what he did and what and what and what uh, Trump did. None. Trump's problem it was a negotiating problem with the archivist, where the documents were in their sights at all times. None had ever been compromised. There's no reason to believe any were compromised. Biden's was stolen. The archivist couldn't have put his hands on him if he wanted to because he didn't know where they were. Biden didn't know he had them, he says. They suspiciously have to do with countries he got millions of dollars from. 
all of which had problems. They suspiciously have to do with countries that he got millions of dollars from for Hunter out front to theoretically give advice, and Hunter couldn't make it through a, through a military drug test. Think he maybe needed to plagiarize like Daddy did the documents, the top secret documents? You think he was selling them? You can go back to the hard drive in, tw- in 2012, and he was talking about getting 55 grand for some classified in- information. It's all over the place. It's not even a doubt anymore, my friends. It isn't. You've got to make a fool out of me to tell me there's any question that Joe Biden was turning his office and the classified information of the United States into money. That's how he made 10 million, 15 million, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Get to, get to 100 million and you're at the low end. Selling the office of senator and vice president through his brothers, his son, his sister-in-law, pretty much it, because he wanted to keep it a tight little circle like a good uh, criminal likes to do. So I like this Comer guy. I think he's got the right attitude. I think he's not going to back off, and I don't think they're going to frighten him. Let's listen to him, and you make your own judgment, because a lot rests on this guy in kind of straightening out the ship of state. Uh, this is number 18, ladies and gentlemen. They treated this entirely differently than the way they treated Donald Trump, haven't they? They have. And another question we asked was, well, why, why can't the White House tell us more about the, the, their documents? Are they allowed to talk about their documents? And the general counsel for the National Archives said he didn't have any problem with the White House being transparent about what's going on with their investigation. So it's not the National Archives. It's the Department of Justice. It's Merrick Garland's Department of Justice. And remember, Sean, we wouldn't even know about the the that the fact that Joe Biden had classified documents in his possession were it not for a leak to CBS News. So someone leaked this out. We would never have heard it from this White House. They would have covered it up forever like all the other cover ups they're doing with every major part of our investigation into the Biden family influence peddling. That's an extraordinarily important point. The Biden uh, liars like to say, oh, he was very transparent and he came forward and Trump didn't. He didn't come forward. CBS outed him. They've been missing for six years. There are memos of Hunter Biden's that look extremely similar to intelligence reports from which he most likely seems to have plagiarized because he's not capable of that kind of writing. There's one particularly in 2014 about the Ukrainian uh, having to fight back the Russian land bridge that Russia wanted to build from Crimea or actually the other way around from Russia to Crimea 
They really wanted to start in, in, in the city of Kyrgyzstan, and I am so proud that the city of Kyrgyzstan knocked them back twice. And Russians have done a lot of damage to my friends in Kyrgyzstan, have killed a good many of them, but they're still not Russian. And they were ethically. Now it tells you that eth eth ethnicity, religion, race, that's not the key. Decency and fairness is. They'd rather be attached to the Ukrainians in the West than their ethnic forebears who, 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 who have become war criminals. But you look at these carefully, and I don't have the time right now. I'll do it on podcasts uh, in, in, in as much detail as you want. And I'll show you that this stuff, this, 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 this classification stuff being taken home by Joe Biden has a purpose. And the purpose is selling out the United States of America. And he's getting away with it. Because he's part of the privileged class. The, the privileged class can do anything, including sell us out to China. Let's listen to uh, Mr. Comer again on uh, number 20. Our whole fear about the documents in Joe Biden's possession was that uh, maybe some of his family members who have been involved in influence peddling with our adversaries were using those classified documents inappropriately. Uh, if they had any access to the documents and if they viewed the documents, uh, that's illegal. Certainly, if they were trying to peddle those documents for money, we'll take, we'll uh, take that's a, criminal. We'll so take a short break here. When we, when we come back, we'll, we'll follow up on this. This is a very, very important point and plenty more to cover. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I'm going I'm to take some calls right now uh, to see what's going on out there. Let's go to Dennis. I think it's the home of pizza, New Haven. Happy, <laughs> you got it, buddy. You and I came up in the same. And Yale, and I Yale. I don't mention. I don't mention Yale, but you know, pizza. I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. You and I came up to say we're the same age. So I, I came up with you in, in one of the best times to to come up uh, through the ranks. And what's happening now scares the hell out of me. In that Biden has taken a, a me, too, a me, uh, me, me too, Dennis. You know, Biden has taken a country with a, with several hundred years of beautiful history, and and fundamentally figuratively speaking, changed the entire DNA of the country in 15 minutes. And it really, really frightens the hell out of me. Uh, number one. Number two is that this, to me, is, is taxation without representation because most Republicans and a big chunk of Democrats want that border closed. But we're going to be taxed forever on what this whole thing is going to cost us. Now, third thing, and I'll let you, and I'll, right. I'll turn it back to you, is, you know, Paul Pot had his killing fields in Cambodia. This, these are the killing fields of Biden with all the poor people who are being slaughtered, raped, tortured, killed, drowned, and nobody wants to do anything about it except Fox News and you. Yeah, how is it these liberals don't care about human life anymore? What, what happened? I mean, uh, the, the, all these people dying. You see these people coming over for ha from Haiti. They, 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 they go in little boats and they 100 drown, 200 drown. 
Uh, I mean, and you're you're asking them. It's like telling somebody to jump off a bridge. It it's is. like encouraging someone to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. You may survive and, and make it to the U.S. I don't. This is all. I don't know. I don't know. Do you understand it? Do you understand what's going on with them? What what's happening to their morality? I guess we lost them. But I mean, I I I am very much there about this is a moral issue. I've really spent years now thinking about this, reading about it, writing about it, arguing about it, debating it. And at the core, we've lost our morality as Americans. And that's what they were aiming at. That's what the communists were aiming at. When you think of all the things they're trying to do to us, they're trying to make us an amoral, immoral people. So our rights, where do they come from? They come from God. No God. All of a sudden, the rights degenerate into what are they? Right? Uh, kill a baby up until eight, nine months. If you don't want the baby, oh, I don't want that baby. Let me just kill it. And we're talking about, you know, we got two things going on here. We got enormous problems for the woman and having the baby. We got enormous problems in eliminating the baby. Who's going to take the burden? Are we are we doing this because of catastrophic consequences for the woman? That's one thing. Are we doing it because we've come a narcissistic society and we don't want to take responsibility? That's another. We'll be back very, very shortly. We've got lots of people waiting and we've got a couple more big subjects. And then the mayor's final thoughts. We'll be back right away. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. I would like to point out something I've said a number of times. Um, I don't know in what kind of detail on the radio show. I've done it on a podcast. I've written about it a bit. but And I know this sounds extremely um, prejudiced in the sense that I'm a Republican and a conservative Republican. But here's the proposition, and let me state it to you in the boldest possible way. Liberal Democrats are incapable of governing. Liberal Democrats are incapable of managing. Now, there's a reason for that. They are lost in a theoretical wasteland of idiotic ideas that didn't work in the past, about which there are almost uh, 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 numerous examples of failure from these idealistic at times and sometimes not terribly idealistic but wrong-headed goals they think rather than do now having hired lots of lawyers and things like that i know it's very difficult to find a lawyer that is a great academic lawyer very, very gr- g- terrific at finding cases and arguing uh, principles and writing and uh, particularly writing, having writing skill. And also one who is very good on his or her feet, one who can be a superb trial lawyer. It was such a situation that in the old days in New York, we had so many lawyers and they're making a fortune. You'd have the lawman and you'd have the, the mouth. 
You'd have the guy who went to court and argued the case, and he'd argue lots of them, and you have the guy that wrote up everything and thought out everything, and the lawman, the law, the lawman knew all about the law, and the other guy vaguely knew about the law. He's a big bull artist, but he was terrific on his feet. Ladies and gentlemen, the jury, you know, the, he was just terrific. Very few lawyers, and there were a few. Edward Bennett Williams, uh, Bailey, uh, Oh, my goodness, the ones that I watched, at least, were fat. Jim LaRosa. Um, there were a couple that really could put it all together as lawyers. But the same, same, thing, is true, the same thing is true in general, you know, with politicians. When they get off into this liberal nonsense, you know, of, like, spend, 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 spend. Don't consider where the money comes from. And then, you know, you're taking care of, you're making people poor in the process of overspending their money. You're adding to the poor rather than reducing the poor, rather than going through the difficult process of doing what I did. Get them off welfare. Make them work. Give them the work ethic. My goodness, they'll solve poverty if you give them the work ethic. The government doesn't solve anything. The government either makes things a little bit easier or it interferes. Now, Adams is a uh, quintessential, oh, I shouldn't say this. I'm an ex-mayor, and the guy's got a tough job. And, but he's sad. He's really sad. There's an article here that, of course, the liberal press will pay no attention to. The New York Times and the Post that suck up to him will 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 not read it but this is this tells me as a mayor what i need to know about what kind of mayor he is because this is a priority theoretically of a democrat right not a republican if i, if I read this about a republican i would say oh the guy should be should think about this it's just but you know if i read about a republican the crime was going way up i'd say boy this guy doesn't know how to protect his priorities but let's let's read this New York City is way behind on processing food stamps. Cash assistant. Report from Mayor Adams admits. That's, that's an F on your report card, Mayor Adams. This is something theoretically as a Democrat is at the core of your food stamps is like what you guys really love. You want to you feed people. You, you don't want to teach them how to fish, right? Because you don't think they're competent. I do. See, I think... It's much, much better not to give them food stamps, but to give them jobs and teach them how to do the things that are necessary to make the money so they can buy the food. And then when you die, you have left a better city rather than what you're doing right now, which is you're, you got a worse city. Now, here's the worst part, Adams. And if you don't pay attention to this, given the fact that you're doing worse on crime than de Blasio, you're going to have a real problem. Uh, things are worse now than under de Blasio. Meaning this is more incompetently run. This priority program of yours, feeding the poor, is uh, a disaster. It's way behind. So I'm a, a mayor able to evaluate other mayors. Uh, you you may have a very very nice uh, custom made suits, and you may talk like um, I don't know what you, is it is that uh, modern talk or I don't know what it is. You don't talk like professional people, but in any event, whatever it is that you do, you're failing. On every objective standard, this city is worse than it was under de Blasio. Uh, teeny bit of improvement on murder. 
teeny bit of improvement on shootings. Big disaster on property crimes. Big disaster on property crimes. Big disaster on the budget. And you are losing the schools. Uh, you backed off because you're a coward. The fight for charter schools. Like you backed off the fight for doing away with bail. It comes down to the same problem for this guy Adams. And I don't know who will call him out. He doesn't have the guts to go against his political party. For you. For you. He doesn't know how to go up against the majority leader and the minority leader and say, unless you fix the bail laws in this city, I'm going to go campaign against you every single day. I'm going to be in your district. And every time I'm on radio and television, and boy, I get on radio and television a lot more than you do. We're going to talk about how you got people killed. I don't know. Maybe it won't work. Maybe it will work. Let's go to Leo. Leo. Let's talk. Good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. How are uh, you? Before I get to the question I have, I just want to say, maybe Adams cannot do too much about crime, but he can get New Yorkers a uh, cheap deal on used cars. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> he would be a good used car dealer. Who? Uh, Adams? Adams. Yeah, but you know, you'd end up, you'd pull out of the lot and five blocks later, the car break down on you. And then he he wouldn't be there when you when you went back when you went back he wouldn't be there. <laughs> Mr. Giuliani, I have a question. Uh, does uh, I don't know if is it procedure, but uh, should not FBI actually as soon as they secure any uh, secret papers or marks top secret, taking a fingerprints from them? For example, the garage uh, papers of, of Mr. Biden, if there would be fingerprints of some people from Burisma or, or even Hunter, that would be already proof of misuse. Yes, they can do that. Did they do that? No. I mean, they didn't conduct basic investigations of Burisma four and five years ago when the federal crimes were put in their face. The bribes were put in their face directly, and they uh, punted and didn't do anything. So you just got to live with the fact that the upper echelon of the FBI, and the question for the investigators would be, how upper is it, is completely corrupt. It is a state police run for the benefit of the Democrats, going back to the fixing of the Hillary Clinton investigation. How about Judith? Hi, Rudy. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, listen, I'm <laughs> I'm really upset over something, and I was thinking about it. And more I thought about it, I said, my God, this is really not a joke. Uh, around two, three days ago, our Democratic mayor Eric Adams announced that he's mandating everyone, all employees, all employees, to do CRT training. CRT training is critical race theory training. And I just want to say, I thought to myself, my goodness, the problem is all the Democrats. These Democrats stick together like glue, Rudy. There are no moderates to rely on. They are in lockstep together, hell-bent on this CRT uh, agenda that, take a look, it has infiltrated all over the place like crazy uh, in public schools as an education. Very, very dangerous. In medical schools, they're... They're teaching it in medical schools, Rudy. Medical schools are being taught CRT, wokeism, in hospitals and in the military. And wherever you look, that's where they're infiltrating their CRT. And it's racist. CRT stands for 
white, all whites, they claim all whites are racist and supremacist from birth till death, which means that is racist in and of itself. This is so serious that really every Democrat should be voted out. We cannot rely on them. They are absolutely trying to destroy this country with their CRT uh, racist crap. I'm and sorry, Adams, Adams, Adams is um, saying that every city worker must take a course on a critical race theory. Yes, he said that three days ago that he's mandating that they all do CRT <laughs> training. This is and this is the Democrats. It's not just him. This is the Democrat agenda in the entire country. You remember you were talking about what's his name? Garland, his daughter and his son-in-law. You were saying it very accurately. They have sold CRT, Wokism books to schools all over this country. Oh, they're making a fortune, millions. They're making millions. Multimillionaires. They're multimillionaires. We're not talking a few bucks. We're talking millions. And they're destroying. And the worst thing is, the worst thing is that they're infiltrating the kids in schools. I mean, with all their craziness. And this is the biggest danger. It's like, it's like, I hate to say this. You know, I'll tell you, there was a story of a woman she was born in Austria, but she was a lobbyist here. And I remember years, a few years back, I saw her talking about 19. She was born in Austria. She was a Catholic woman in public schools, and she was a teenager. And she said the minute 1938, the minute Hitler took over, you ready for this? She comes back into the school the very next day. The cross was not there on the classroom anymore. Bible studies were verboten. No more Bible studies. Right. They were going to have sports instead. And they had to say instead, Heil Hitler. I kind of feel like we are now having to say Heil CRT with the Democrats running the show, and it's really dangerous. I, I, it's not sure even a I, joke. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I was at a uh, uh, auto place today to get my car, and it was a guy. I'm, I'm in... Uh, my uh, Palm Beach right now, but I was in West Palm. And these guys came in and they started me in this conversation. It was a very serious conversation. It was an older and a younger, a younger Jewish man. I think the older man, I don't, he wasn't a Holocaust survivor. I think his parents were. And his parent, one, one parent was alive until about six months ago. And he said, you know, my, 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 uh, for the last, uh, uh, all during the 2020 election, he said, and, and starting with the start of the pandemic, I started to feel, my, my, my father started to feel like he was back in Germany. He, sort of, he, he kind of felt it in the lock them all up. Don't go to church on Sunday. Uh, uh, you must get a card if you're going to do this. He said all those things, they were, they were like really upsetting him. He think it hastened his death psychologically. Could because be, it, but Rudy, you know what else? It brought him back, it brought him back to... Like the the nightmares he used to have about the lead up to Nazism, isn't that? I mean, that's interesting. Rudy, I want to tell you something. You know, this woman, she's a Catholic woman in a Catholic school there, at the, and not a Catholic. It was a public school, and all the schools, and they had different teachers. She also said she came in. There was a new teacher there as well. They not, not only that, she said she also said that women that looked that they were carrying babies that weren't like Aryan looking babies were forced to have abortions. They also took away handicapped children. We're talking like just because they wanted an Aryan race and they basically did merciful killings for them on and on. And this is a woman that became a lobbyist here. I remember this. So I'm kind of thinking, what in the world? How? Why is it that we're all with the CRT all over the place? And it's just the Democrats. It's just the Democrats because they are in CRT is a is a is a clear right out of the textbook Marx Engels step to communism in which uh, race is substituted for class as part of the dynamic that will destroy our society. It's, it's tragic that Americans are too uneducated 
to realize that. Well, thanks, Judith. As usual, your contribution is exceptional. Let's uh, let's go to Martha. Am I on? You are. You are right on, Martha. It's all yours. Okay, Um, I'm actually calling just quickly for an observation that I had made last night. I was watching Greg Kelly's show on Newsmax where um, great show, by the way. I'm glad you were great show when Joe Biden came up to that reporter and that woman reporter with the umbrella and he put his hand over hers. He was not wearing a wedding ring. No, really? That's that's a good observation. And, you know, like I said right away to my husband, I said, I said, it's his left hand. Where's his wedding ring? Uh, and she wasn't underage, right? What's that? She wasn't underage. No, I, she was just no, a reporter. No, well, I mean, I got picture. I got pictures of him. Uh, you know, there are a couple that make you really wonder with the little girls. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know he's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but she was right. She was holding an umbrella, and he just quickly kind of ran over there and like and put his hand over hers. You know, like uh, Greg was talking about earlier on the radio, and he was. What did he call it? Uh, um, touchy feely. He, he, yeah, he says like, it's another touchy, touchy feely. feely. Well, the one I, yeah. the one I don't get is he, he likes to smell hair. <laughs> that, now, that's, that's got to yeah. be, I've heard of all kinds of perversions and fetishes, but sell, smelling hair? Where, do, where does yeah. that come from? I don't know. I mean, well, look, just let's amazing. just face it. We, got, we, have a, we have a president that should be in a nursing home in the hospital unit rather than in the White House. And it's a, tra- it's a tragedy that no one has the guts to stand up and say that the guy should not be in charge of our defense. It's tragic. We'll be back very shortly with the mayor's uh, final thoughts. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome back. This is Rudy Giuliani. Yes, with the mayor's final thoughts. Sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's the place that you go to support the men and women in uniform who keep you and your family safe by putting their lives at risk. And when they lose their lives and when they lose the ability to function uh, in terms of their bodies and Shouldn't you be there for them above and beyond whatever the government does, which is not enough? Well, you should be. And and, and Tunnels and Towers is one of the ways to do that. They pay off mortgages for families left without their loved ones. They build smart homes for men and women who need help navigating their apartments uh, as independently as they possibly can so they can have a maximum amount of self-esteem get into it it's really good believe me you know i'm I'm telling you the truth here this is better for you than it is for them send in the 11 bucks come on let's do it we're at a we're at a, a difficult period here we've got a long way to go before this guy biden moves on into the sunset like uh the peter sellers character in being there who walks on the water uh, when they realize he's a, uh, a a nitwit, although I think they're about to make him president. You should watch being there. I mean, give you an idea of how we got a president that doesn't have a clue. Although I think this guy has one clue. How to steal money. Because he's done a good job of that. If Joe Biden is going to go down in history as a president with any uh, qualifications or any distinction, it will be. Without doubt, I believe, I hope I'm right, 
I hate to think we'd have someone that took more than him. The guy who took the most bribes in the history of the presidency. The guy who cashed it in for the most amount of money. The guy who was the slimiest, sleaziest, most immoral, amoral president that ever existed. With a family... With a family, you should have no worries about attacking his family in the sense that they should be attacked because you don't want your family to emulate them. By attacked, I don't mean physically attacked. God forbid. That's not what America is about. There's no reason for that. We don't need to do that. And all we ever do when we do that is hurt our cause. But we can peacefully attack them with the facts, with the facts that they take money constantly that they, uh, uh, the testimony is overwhelming, the, uh, the, the, the admissions on tape are overwhelming. This is a terrible, terrible thing, and we have to break ourselves of it. We can't allow this to happen. We can't allow the Democratic Party to lie their way through this. And we can't allow them to do it even though they have complete control of the media. Do they ever get a guilty conscience, the media, I mean, in reporting of the schedules and the treating them like he's a normal people? Swalwell in California, Chinese spy mistress. Senator Feinstein, 20 years with a Chinese spy as a driver. Come on! These people are still honored and glorified, and they hurt our country. They're hurting our country, and we can't come down on them because they're protected by the media. That's why. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. There's our music. You know what you got to do tomorrow morning? Get up and say, thank God I was born in America, the greatest land in the history of the world, and thank you, God, for giving to us. And my job is to make it better. See you tomorrow. Rudy Giuliani. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.